0: on the Rush Hour Morning Show with Corky and B Rush. And a good Monday morning to you. We welcome you to the Rush Hour Morning Show. January the 8th, the second Monday of the year. Hope that you had a great weekend. It's now time to get to work. It's Black Monday. And already the NFL coaches are hitting the deck It only took a handful of hours, and they didn't even wait till Monday in one instance. And boy, are there some layers to that onion. We're going to get to it during the course of this two hours. Look, when you get up before 5 o'clock, you know you got a lot of show prep to do. Of course, we don't do shows on the weekend, and believe me, we need the weekend, But Monday is always tough. This show is especially tough because there's just too much to cram in. Now, we're going to do our best. I'm going to jump in here in a moment, and I'm going to try to lay out as much as I possibly can. I'm saving college basketball for 740. Niner Brad's going to call in at 740. Obviously, when your nickname is Niner Brad and your team beats the 17th-ranked team in the country, and there's a court-storming sort of inside the arena, well, you're going to make a big deal about it. So we're going to give him his flowers this morning, and we're going to talk about some college basketball. Some of you, as we dive into the conference schedule, you're already thinking about the NCAA tournament. Well, I'm going to give you a couple nuggets To keep in the back pocket, just in case it gets time to start talking about the NCAA tournament, I'm going to do what I did last year. I'm going to help you with your bracket so that you know what's coming up well in advance. We're going to also obviously talk about the national championship game tonight, Washington versus Michigan. Going to talk about NFL. I'm going to ask this question to the Panther fans out there. The feeling of resignation that washed over you very early in this football season, has it now transitioned to relief? Are you now able to put this season behind you? Or does it still sting all the more? See, I would argue that a team that lost a chance at going to the playoffs in the final week of the season, that stings. And that's going to sting for a while. If you'll indulge me for just a second, Carolina Panthers fan, the one thing about being abysmally bad as the Panthers were this year is you can get past the feelings of resignation and sadness by week 13. This should have been something that you would be able to get over easily. Oh, yeah, I forgot. You guys got shut out back-to-back weeks to end the year. We'll talk about that in just a second. The playoffs are ready to go in the NFL. Let's dive right into it, okay? I do have some Hornets talk do have some Hurricanes talk. We'll cover all that here in just a little bit. Corky Franks will join me at 720. Last night, Buffalo got past Miami 21-14. to Not that it mattered. Both teams knew they were in before they even kicked off. The Chiefs beat the Chargers 13-12. The Rams got past the 49ers 21-20. Seattle beat Arizona 21-20. The Giants got past Philadelphia. Philadelphia Eagles fan, how you feeling right now? You're in the playoffs. Losers of five of your last six. What's up with that? What is up with that? I guess there is some solace you can take from this. You're going to Tampa to take on the Buccaneers on Monday night next week. So there's that. The Las Vegas Raiders beat the Denver Broncos 27-14. to 14. The Dallas Cowboys dispatched the Washington Commanders. And I would imagine that the Commanders are going to be pretty active on Black Monday. It would stand to reason that Ron Rivera is done. They're going to follow through on what this promise was. Does everybody get the ax, GM and everyone included? Quite possibly. The Dallas Cowboys prepare for the playoffs with a lot of positive momentum. Cincinnati gets past Cleveland. Cincinnati finishes the year 9-8 and eight on the season. What could have been if there is a fan base that desperately needs To get over this year and look forward to next year, it's the Cincinnati Bengals. And before I dispatch the Bengals from the conversation for the rest of the season, um, did did you see Jake Browning's girlfriend yesterday? I have no idea what was going on there. No clue at all. I mean, whatever. You got the win on the final week of the year. I think by and large, Jake Browning did about as well as you could ask a backup quarterback to do in that situation with as many expectations as there were for this team that ended up being unmet. But that was odd. Odd. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers got past the Carolina Panthers yesterday at Bank of America Stadium 9-0. A couple of three-run homers in the middle innings got the Buccaneers past the Panthers. The bullpen came in and cleaned it up to get a shutout on Sunday to wrap up the year. You ready for this little nugget? The last time that an NFL team was shut out in back-to-back weeks, 2008, the Cleveland Browns, Romeo Cronell, you know, Corky Frank's buddy, 2008, the head coach of the Cleveland Browns, and even that team managed to win four football games that year. Yeah, we're talking about memories of George Seifert running through the minds of Panthers fans. And for all you Panthers fans that want to come out and say, keep pounding and I'm a true Blue Panthers fan and I can't wait for next year. No, you can't. No, you can't. There there's, there is nothing in this organization, to be optimistic about. This is an abject disaster of an organization right now. You can be glad it's over, but you cannot tell me with a straight face that you have reason for optimism going into next year. You may find some by training camp, but today you don't have any optimism. You've got rock bottom, and then you've got the Carolina Panthers, which managed to mine 50 yards underneath rock bottom and position themselves there. That's where you are. This is a rock bottom I don't know that you can really overcome. So don't come at me with this optimism for next year. I don't know that there's any optimism to be found you don't even have a direction for next year green bay beat chicago 17 to 9 the jets beat the patriots 17 to 3 a disastrous year for the new england patriots so panthers fans when the chatter of Bill Belichick comes to the possibility of becoming the Carolina Panthers head coach, how you feel about that? When that's your upgrade, how you feeling about that? When you would love to have the kind of year the Patriots had, how's that working for you? New Orleans. Beat the Atlanta Falcons yesterday, 48-17. We're going to talk about this game a little bit later on in the show because the fireworks happened at the end. And it wasn't long after that game that Arthur Smith was fired by the Atlantic Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons didn't wait till Monday. Now, the New Orleans Saints didn't make the playoffs either. But the New Orleans Saints have their own issue to contend with from yesterday. Corky Franks and I are going to discuss that a little bit later on in the show. I've got the audio. As you might imagine, Jameis Winston was involved. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. Detroit got past Minnesota, thirty to twenty. The Jacksonville Jaguars lose to the Tennessee Titans, twenty-eight to twenty. In the process, the Houston Texans beat Indianapolis, twenty-three to nineteen. Remember that fifty yards of rock that the Panthers managed to drill through and get. Past rock bottom? Well, here's a little more. CJ Stroud's in the playoffs. Now, I'm not saying that CJ Stroud would have taken this team to the playoffs, the Panthers. It's not what I'm saying at all. Not what I'm saying at all. But CJ Stroud's in the playoffs, D'Amico Ryan's and his staff in the playoffs. And then, of course, on Saturday afternoon, much like the Houston-Indianapolis game, Pittsburgh got into the playoffs. They took care of Baltimore 17-10. And it brings us to the wild card round next week. Cleveland travels to Houston to take on the Texans Saturday at 4.30. Saturday night, this is an intriguing matchup. Miami goes to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs, Saturday at 8 o'clock. That's going to be fun. Sunday, 1 o'clock, Pittsburgh goes to Buffalo. That's always intriguing. Green Bay goes to Dallas, 4.30 start there on Sunday. Sunday night, the Rams take on the Detroit Lions. And then on Monday night, Philadelphia goes to Tampa Bay. That's a really fun-looking wild-card round. And to have the Saturday night game be Miami at Kansas City. Indeed. Yep. That looks great. NBA action over the weekend. The Charlotte Hornets fell to the Chicago Bulls, 104 to 91. The Bulls come into town tonight. Wednesday, the Sacramento Kings come into town to take on the Hornets. Carolina Hurricanes on Friday beat the Washington Capitals, six to two. Saturday, they lose a two-one shutout or shootout, I should say. My apologies. Two-one shootout to St. Louis. They welcome the Anaheim Mighty Ducks to PNC Arena on Thursday night. Well, really, it's the Anaheim Ducks. Puck drop there on Thursday, seven o'clock. Yesterday, the national championship for FCS. South Dakota State back-to-back national champions, 23-3 to winners over Montana. As South Dakota State now is one, I believe it is 29th Street on the way to their back-to-back championship at the formerly 1AA level. And then, of course, tonight Washington takes on Michigan. We come back on the other side of the Break, we'll have Corky Franks join us. Still got some high school stuff to cover from the weekend. Of course, college basketball. Niner Brad will be calling in at 740. And then, of course, we're going to be talking a good bit about the NFL at 8 o'clock in Hour 2 So we continue on. Happy Monday, everybody. We'll be back in just a bit. Trying to sell your home can be challenging, but that does not mean it has to be hard. With the higher interest rates, you may see fewer showings, fewer offers, and more negotiations. This is where your agent really matters. Being Gaston County's realtor of choice for 37 years and a top agent at Allentate Realtors, John R. Boland can assist you with your real estate needs, whether you're buying or selling your home. If you're seeking great service with one who is known for honesty and integrity, do not hesitate to call John R. Boland at Allentate Realtors. That's 704-214-3088. 704-214-3088. John R. Bolin of Allentate Realtors.
1: I have a question for you. Do you remember this song?
0: How sweet it is to be
1: on TV week after week can be very expensive. With radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then someone in the market of what you have to sell, hopefully they will remember you if you want them to. Take advantage of radio. The power
2: of sound.
0: here on the Rush Hour Morning Show on this Monday morning. So glad that you could join us here on AM 1450, 101.1 FM, WGNC, Gastonia, Charlotte, WGNCRadio.com. Speaking of which, with the rain and everything, you probably didn't have a chance to spend a lot of time doing anything related to any home projects. In fact, you probably just Stayed inside. But when that time happens, and it's going to happen, eventually the days are going to lengthen, it's going to get warmer outside, and you're going to feel like doing some stuff. And when you do that, you're going to probably feel like making a trip to Home Outlet. It's your secret to winning the home improvement game with new quality kitchens, baths, floors, and more. Your 100% employee-owned Home Outlet has everything you need to take your project from plan to reality. That includes the largest selection of in-stock products. You don't have to imagine the feeling of walking into your newly remodeled kitchen because Home Outlet is now open at 1495 East Franklin Boulevard. That's the feeling of winning the home improvement game. Follow us on social media. Visit homeoutlet.com. Let's go. Corky Franks, good morning. Okay, there's an interesting look. The Beanie Beanie.
1: and the the Aviators. I thought you were going to call me the Beanie Baby. No. (laughs) No. What's wrong with that? That's a pretty good nickname. Beanie Baby. The Beanie Baby? What about Tough Guys? Tough guy, good... Nickname for me. You kind of you kind of carrying
0: that aura about you this morning. Oh, Emma. You got your huh. Columbia jacket on. Let me take it kinda, off. Kind of. No, I don't. You're good. I can strip down, no problem. No, we're
1: really. I think we're good. Listen, listen, listen. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> hey, listen. Uh, I heard it. Are listen you, to this thing. You ready? You gonna start scratching? Now listen. I'm gonna unzip it. You ready? Listen.
0: <laughs> oh man, it's coming off. That's what I always wanted to do with my zippers. I just sit there and just start scratching.
1: Tough guy. Somebody called me that this weekend. Okay, was Tried that? Try to give me a nickname. Okay. I don't know what that's all about. I don't know. I don't know. Lewis? What about that? Lewis? <laughs> okay, that's strange. I'll tell you later. In- okay. Uh, uh, another one of my inside jokes, Brian. <laughs> just to make me laugh. How's it going? Um, I guess things are good. You're over here talking about football scores, and I got people sending me scripture. <laughs> it's, it's, look, it's Monday morning, right? Monday morning. So I would imagine. <laughs> been a long weekend for me, you know. It's going to be a long week this week. National championship game tonight. Football playoffs get cranked up Saturday in the <laughs> NFL. Two big Hornets games this week. Yeah, a lot of stuff going on. You, are you about some, got some high school stuff to talk about? Are you going to any of those games? Yeah. High school stuff to talk about? I'm over here reading Isaiah 43 this morning. <laughs> 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 what's wrong with that? Nothing at all. Multicultured, multi layered, Mult, mul, multi. Okay. That's M- something
0: you can do with one of your outdoor projects.
1: Oh, you know what? Oh, what's that word? My kids taught me a new word this week. Chuggy, chuggy. I beg your pardon? I, yeah. Let me look this thing up. They told me about it. Chuggy. This is slang, isn't it? That's one of them new words kids say. So it's slang. Yeah. Chuggy. <clears> okay. <throat> the opposite of trendy. Chuggy. That's the a, opposite yeah. of trendy. Why, why, what you, why do these kids want to come up with new words for? That's not evolving the English language. I can barely speak it as it is. Now I got to walk around and say, that's Chuggy. Hey Brian! Hey Brian! These winds Brian, these wind pants I have on are kind of chuggy. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Opposite of trendy, but they're comfortable. I like them. There you go. So I got them all. So what difference does it make? Huh? So I would imagine that virtually anything
0: that someone middle aged wears is chuggy.
1: Now. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, according to those kids. Sure.
0: Now I will say this. What's up there on the photo? Uh huh. Not chuggy. Oh, that ain't chuggy. Hey,
1: you notice? Ch- change a couple photos. A couple photos got changed around in the the studio. The studio wall looks a wee different. And and the green room. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you didn't notice those coming in, did you?
0: No, I came right in here and went straight to work.
1: Yeah. Look at there. That's a nice thing. That picture's hot, ain't it? That's out of Savannah, right? Yeah. Look at that. Look at that guy in the chic. (laughs) We were were working out yesterday, yesterday morning early, and uh, Brittany and Haley walked in. And I said, what's up, Sheik? She said, that is not my name. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they don't like the nicknames from, you know, in public from time to time. Uh, that's a pretty good picture, isn't it? That's one of my favorite pictures of all time. Sure. Of all the people I've what? met and all the You've places I've been. You've got all those aviators. Yeah.
0: You're wearing <clears throat> your
1: straw cowboy hat. Look how hot that shirt is on me. Take a picture of that thing. That's not choogy. No, that's not choogy at all. Yeah, take a pic. Now look, this guy right here, look, this guy right here with his redneck cap with his redneck hat on, his camo, that's kinda choogy, isn't it? Is that chuggy?
0: Well, I don't know if it's chuggy. It's definitely sort of uh well, look, stereotypical. Okay,
1: compared to this guy right look at this oh, guy right now here. That's
0: absolutely choogy. Okay. If that doesn't speak middle aged guy in Savannah, nothing does.
1: Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Now look at this guy right here. Look at this guy right here with the sheet. Got not, it, not, got so, it. not so chookey. Got his, got his cowboy hat on, his, 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 his uh, Maui Gems on. That shirt is hot. I think there's a Lululemon shirt. Got, dude's got his Rolex on. See, I'm to the point yeah, now. Yeah, look if, at that. If, look I at I never, that if I
0: never say the word chookey again, I'm going to be just fine.
1: Yeah, chookey. No, you'll remember it now, like all those words you taught me in 2023. That's, <laughs> okay, so maybe I'm going to teach you some new words in 2024, starting with chookey. Word of the day wonder if Coach Gia used that today. First day back to school. Now, I know what kind of words Coach G is going to be saying. Hey, you little kids, you, <laughs> <laughs> you. You better sit your. <laughs> or I'm going to slap the. <laughs> if you don't like it, I'm going to call you a <laughs> That's what Coach G That's the words he's using today. He's using them old school words.
0: So you went from Isaiah 43 to. <laughs> in the course of about two minutes
1: while teaching me a word called shoot. Uh, hey, point taken. Maybe I, need to get, maybe I need to get off air and read some more of Isaiah. <laughs> probably. It's supposed to be out with the old and with the new, right? That's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what's the old and what's the new. <laughs> well, you know, you take a boy out of the country, but you can't take the country out of the boy. I don't think so. I <laughs> probably need to work but he on can, that. But he can survive. Yeah, absolutely he can survive. Yeah. Okay. Quick. Rebounds quick. All right. So. And, yeah, I'm going to the Hornets games. Okay. However, I'm not going tonight. You think we should give those tickets away? What do you you think? Let's think about it. We might do that, you know, 8 o'clock hour or something like that. Sure. All right. Sounds good. I want to ask you this question. Yeah, but I'm going Wednesday night.
0: The Sacramento game. Yeah. That's a good call. Yeah. Watching that Sacramento team. Oh, I'm not going for the game. (laughs)
1: we're gonna have a good time okay no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding yeah it's gonna be a good game
0: yeah see um i i, I like the kings i really do De'Aaron fox malik monk former hornets yeah, player yeah yeah you've got demantis sabonis so
1: dude i remember uh i remember jordan wh- when the hornets first uh got monk actually we have we had a, uh we had a uh we used to take the cardboard cutouts the big heads. And uh, we had a Malik Monk. I should probably, hey, I should probably take the Malik Monk cut out the big head on Wednesday. But uh, I remember Jordan, Michael Jordan, would sit on the bench with those guys back in the day, and he used to wear Monk out every single day in game because every game he would slap him upside the head. It was funny. It was like you know, he, I guess he saw the potential in him, and uh, wasn't ha- wasn't satisfied that he wasn't living up to his. You know what he saw out of them,
0: and it's ironic now that Malik Monk seems to be flourishing, yeah. in Sacramento, yeah, beside good for him. Of De'Aaron Fox,
1: yeah, good for him. Anyway, should be a good game Wednesday,
0: if you're a Kings
1: fan, <laughs> yeah, or if you just like going to the Hornets games. Sure, it really is a good, like honestly, it real, it really is a good atmosphere. It is, um, you know, it's good energy. I don't even care if they're playing bad. It's it's fun. Like, there's always a lot of people there. It's fun. It's good energy. Food's good. Atmosphere's good. So we have a good time.
0: This weekend, I spent a little time pitching a product that is endorsed by LaMelo Ball.
1: What are you on, QVC?
0: Got your, got your slot on there now? Kind, not quite, but almost.
1: All right. Well, tell me about it.
0: I'd never heard of it until Friday. All right. Drinks, D-R-N-X, drinks. You ready for this word? Yeah,
1: let me look this up.
0: Adaptogenic waters.
1: Drinks. What does that mean? Like
0: mineral water, vitamin water? Adaptogenic <clears throat> waters. Who was you pitching that to? Local high school basketball players and fans.
1: I'm going to tell you something. The, the, uh, <clears throat> the labeling looks really good on it. I don't know what it tastes like, but it looks like it tastes good. Well, they were giving away samples
0: yesterday at Carolina Courts
1: no zero sugar 5 calories 1 net carb huh and who's this lamello ball really that is that's his drink yep really
0: the the truck was sitting right out front of carolina <laughs> court yesterday showed up they had a table right there in the middle of the arena uh, that was absolute madness yesterday friday and friday and sunday is absolute madness at Carolina Courts. They get started at 8 a.m. playing six or seven courts of basketball at the same time, and they're not done till 8 p.m. And in the middle of this, we're hosting a girls' high school showcase with music, and, and I'm doing the public address work and all this kind of stuff. All of that was happening with six or seven courts of basketball around it. And a drinks table right there in the middle of it, pitching Lamelo Paul's drink. Okay, so did you try it? No. Did the kids seem to like it? There were people going over there getting their samples. Yeah, well, yeah it was. Yeah, it's free. It's free. And, it was for I me. Was, and I was pitching it hard. Like, give me a pitch. Let's hear it. Um. Well, I mean, again, I wasn't given a script. Okay. So just like. What we're used to.
1: Yeah. I'm freestyling. Yeah, freestyling. Ladies
0: and gentlemen, make sure you make your way to the Drinks Adaptogenic Waters table where you can get free samples, get some information, and talk to one of the representatives here for Drinks Adaptogenic Water. It's the new thing in the metro area, Drinks Adaptogenic Waters. Is this thing... um, Is See, we, we just did a commercial for Drinks Adaptogenic Waters, which means I now have to go and pitch... An opportunity for them to come on the radio show. (laughs) Why wouldn't you?
1: Of course. Yeah. Let's see here. Is it nationwide or just locally right now? Look, as far as I know. I mean, there's no way to do. He's got a huge warehouse full of drinks. Well, they were rolling them in case by case. Yeah, because look at all that money he's got. But I still don't think he's, huh, er erythritol, sugar, alcohol. He's trying to get the kids drunk. (laughs) Is that what he's trying to do? I have no idea. I'm sitting there reading about it. It sounds pretty good, though. I mean, here's the card. Yeah. Huh. The you local see, rep? You may, you may give his number out. Get, no, let's not do that. Can I get my number out? Huh? You may get my number you, out. You can. Sure. 704. 704- okay. 201. I'm not
0: hitting the button.
1: <laughs> Please You sit can it. do this at your own peril. <laughs> Please hit it. Now nah, I'm good. I'm good. There's enough people have my number. I'm, okay. not hard, I'm not hard to find, baby. I'm like Dion. I'm not hard to find. Ask around. I can tell you where I am. ain't hard to find. I ain't got no reason to run and hide from nobody. All right. Speaking of running and hiding. Yeah. Panthers
2: fans.
1: (laughs) Okay.
0: Given everything that has happened, should Panthers fans feel a sense of relief that it's over? Or should they be even more despondent than they were during the season, knowing that there's no direction right now? And no room for hope. I mean, anybody that tries to come off on social media feeling good about next year's club, you're delusional.
1: Sorry. It's all there is to it. I mean, how do you get excited? <clears throat> What's there to get excited about? How do you have hope? That's what I'm saying. I mean, you're
0: a month away minimum from anybody being hired realistically.
1: Brian, you, you who you go, who's the greatest who's the great you could bring Mike Ditkin here. You bring Jimmy Johnson here. You could bring Mike Ditkin, Jimmy Johnson, Bill Belichick, the uh, Romeo Cornell. You bring all them guys in here. Ain't gonna make any difference. How's that gonna make any difference? How's it, dude? If you get ta- if you got talent and you're getting paid millions of dollars, at some point you gotta want to be good. You gotta want to put the work in and be good. I don't think the t- I don't think them guys cared. I think they just got a check, went to the house. How do you motivate guys like that?
0: That's a- all of those are great questions.
1: You know what I'm saying?
0: All of those are great questions. Yeah, if
1: you t- you know, if the owners meddling in everybody's business, there's no cohesion. Nobody wants to be there. Yeah, you're just going through the motions, getting a check. What did, what did Bryce Young threw for 94 yards yesterday, Brian? I could go out there and throw for 94 yards. I ain't even a quarterback. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's just I don't know, man. I, I just I don't get it with that squad. Yeah, I mean, where do, where do you go from there? If you're a Panthers, look, I'm thinking about giving up my tickets, my Hornets tickets for next year. They're, they're not giving me any any re- like I have not, like I haven't sold one game this year, not one game. Really? Yes. Now I've given a bunch away intentionally. Uh, have, we're thirty through game thirty
0: three games through the regular yeah, season. Yeah, there's only th- eighty two games. Yeah,
1: I don't think I'm going to renew. You know what I'm saying? I I, I just, I'm, I'm like the baby. I'm going to cancel my seats. <laughs> That's what he did with his courtside seats. Uh, yeah, I, like I don't have a – there's no There's no reason for me to want to stick around and keep going back over there. I'll invest that money somewhere else, do something else with it. So if you're a Panthers fan, look how much those PSLs cost you and those tickets cost you. And the whole the whole game day experience, look what that costs you, dude. For that, you're better off going out watching a Pop Warner team on a Saturday. Seriously. You you better off getting your own cooler, and getting your own six pack. Go get you a driver and go watch Pop Warner or something. Go watch a high school game on a Friday night. Eat your Chick Fil A and help the booster club out. You get way more bang for your buck than going watching that. I don't I don't see how. I, I don't know, man. But there's always I can tell you this. There's always people looking for uh, social media posts and things like that. And I mean, you, you sit all the time. The guys on the back row at the Panthers game. Taking a picture, putting on his Instagram. We made it. <laughs> What'd you make it to? What'd you make it to? What are you going to? you going to spend your day watching that hot garbage? I don't know, yeah, bit. I mean, you're basically,
0: I mean, you might as well just sit on the corner of Franklin and New Hope and just wait for a wreck and take a picture. and say, Because <laughs> that's really what you're watching. You're a tra- watching a wreck.
1: Yeah, it's a train wreck. How many people were there yesterday? 86,000? Oh, did they announce that? <laughs> I have can no idea. Can you believe they did that? Of course I can. That is horrible. That's so horrible. I I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, who are they going to sign to get you excited to sell some hope to want to go support that next year? I just don't see it happening. That's just me.
0: Well, one team in this area that does have reason for hope had some of their hope fulfilled on Saturday, and that's the Charlotte 49ers. The men's basketball program beat 17th-ranked Florida Atlantic – and we've got scheduled, Niner Brad's going to come on and get his flowers. He's on the docket to come on next segment All right. by phone and talk about his Niners. And we're also going to talk about some college basketball in general. So we're going to take our break. We'll be back in just a bit here on the Rush Hour Morning Show.
2: Attention, Gastonia homeowners. It's time for a fresh start.
0: Rebels Contracting Services has specialized in the healthcare imaging industry since 1986. Located in Gastonia, Rebels Contracting is now hiring. Rebels offers competitive pay, vacation and holiday pay, 401k, and insurance. If you'd like to join the Rebels Contracting team, check us out online at rebelscontracting.com or call 704-864-2000. That's 704-864-2000. 704 864 2000.
3: This message presented by the NCHSAA and the
1: North Carolina Athletic Directors Association.
0: Back here on the Rush Hour Morning Show on this Monday morning. And I got to be honest with you. Sometimes sitting in this studio when I get to commercial breaks, I I get hit with, with way more than I honestly think I can truly handle. Was that and, too much was that
1: was that too much? That was
0: that was that was getting really close. <laughs> that was getting really close. Look, you, you think uh, you please th- you think if I held those up? No, no please. Please. <laughs> look, look, can we move can we please move on? <laughs> you think if we held can this up we please move on? And, and we were like <laughs> this <laughs> we is live. <were> <laughs> this is turning into an old WWF skit in a
1: hurry. Oh man. I don't know where this stuff comes from out of me. All I right. swear I don't.
0: Well, let's see if we can bring up Niner Brad. Yeah, see if he's on here. Niner Brad, good morning. Can you hear us?
2: Good morning. How's it going, guys?
1: Uh, well, it,
0: it's... he was in on
2: that
1: conversation. He heard it. Yeah, he was. He was there. Uh, no, listen, uh, he's not a seasoned professional, so let's not. He might say. He, he might say something to trip us up. Oh, so. I'm. I'm <laughs> yeah, we're we're ready to go. All right. You guys
0: talk about. I, I don't it. need that button this morning. Okay. <laughs> all right. Good. Um, let's let's dive right into it. There's there's a lot of college basketball that I want to cover. Okay. Nah. But all of a sudden, Saturday morning or, or Saturday evening, I should say, I start getting a series of texts. Now, I'm just having. I I'm I'm gonna just drop it on you, Brad. I'm literally in Walmart doing some shopping so that we can get some groceries. And all of a sudden, I see one text pop up, followed by another, and I'm (laughs) like, okay, all right, Niner Brad's sending me something. Obviously, Halton Arena is jumping right now because the Niners apparently beat Florida Atlantic. And sure enough, the Niners beat Florida Atlantic. Brad, I'll let you kind of walk through it because you were there. Your thoughts, everything that you saw at Halton Arena, are we seeing a resurrection of Niner basketball?
2: Well, there, there's a term called fanatics, and I, I try to. I, I always get frustrated at listening to the fanatical Panther fans, Carolina. I mean, and I'm a Carolina fan as well, but uh, not Panthers, but Tar Heels. But you, you people jump. I think I heard somebody say this Tar Heel team will win the national title after the first game if they play like this. And I'm like, just hold your horses here. Yeah. That's, that's uh, hyperbolic. I'll, yeah. So now I did, I will say I caught myself clapping several times and standing up and I, I was very excited. Um, you know, Madeline chose to go to spend a night with, um, her, one of her friends. And I, I only had two tickets. So I, the boss lady, I t- convinced her to go to the game and, um, uh, you know, it, it, was a, it was a sight to see. I was very pleased with what I saw. Um, I'll just kind of give you the, the 4-1-1, the information on it. Um, the game kind of started, obviously, very well for Charlotte. Uh, a 9-0 run to begin the game, and they were up 19-4 midway through the first half. And as you know, from just from myself talking to you and Joby, if Charlotte has a lead, a 19-4 lead is a – 30 to four lead in some other instances, the way they play defense. Um, They, they were able to just really control the first half. They got the ball inside pretty well and they got shots up quick. Obviously the biggest key was they hit four three-pointers in the first eight minutes. That's, that's, that's always just a backbreaker to any team if you're trying to make an upset. But uh, Florida Atlantic did what, what I was hoping they would not do. Um, They came out through the first punch, really quick. Uh, Charlotte had went back to their ways of not being able to score early. Um, And Florida Atlantic had a lot to do with that. They put a little token pressure on Charlotte, uh, got them starting their offense probably about 10 seconds, you know, eight to 10 seconds later than they wanted. And they started double teaming the the post. Um, So that really threw some problems. And actually Florida Atlantic took the lead um, with about three minutes to go. And uh, the building kind of had lost a lot of the air. Uh, but then Lukay Patterson, um, I tell you what, he's a mix of this is this is mine and your time, Brian. He's a mix of Vinnie Johnson and Mark Jackson. Okay. Uh, he really uses he really uses his body well to get in the paint. He posts up really well um, and passes out of the post really well. He finished the game off. Um, I think he had 16 points and maybe four or five assists. But he hit the big, hit a big three to put them back up three, and then he hit uh, he was fouled on the last second shot and. Nevertheless, it was a mini court storm, but it was a court storm. It was a, it was exciting to see.
0: Well, now, Brad, let's, let's put this into some perspective. I mean, the reality okay. is this is a program that is brand new in the American athletics. So to be quite honest with you, to get a, a win in the league period at this early juncture is huge for this program. To do it against the 17th ranked team in the country is an even bigger deal now. With that said, how do you properly put into perspective what this win means to the program? I don't think it in any way, shape, or form is trying to bring back the old glory days of the Bobby Lutz teams and all that kind of stuff. We're a long, long way from that. But there's not been a ton for Niners fans to be happy about when it comes to college basketball. This has to be a step in the right direction and could, could be a harbinger of better things to come for this program already in year one of the American athletic.
2: I totally agree with you. We're not, we haven't been on the low of lows as the Carolina Panthers have been this year, but I did some show prep. Uh, What I did, I I watched a couple games Saturday to uh, check out them there. I haven't really checked out much of the conference myself. Um, This is not, you know, a, we conference. They have Memphis. They have Florida Atlantic. Um, UAB is always tough. Their defensive pressure. They they just it's kind of resembles uh, the old teams of Arkansas, the Forty Minutes of Hell. Um, but there's a lot of good teams. So I don't foresee this being just like oh we beat Florida Atlantic. Um, Charlotte's going to win the conference per se. Uh, it'll be anxious. I'll be anxious to see is this going to be a springboard for more to come, or. Did we just win our big game? Let's settle for what we've we've done for the year is, that's kind of the, um, you know, that's what I'm anxious to see. Um, I, my show prep, I didn't do a good job. I think it's Tulsa is who they play next. And that, you know, they're not a walkover. I'm, I'm not for sure it's either Tulsa or Essent. I can't remember, but anyway. I'll be be anxious to see how they use this as a stepping. Um, you know, the game Saturday had a little bit of everything. It had uh, player skirmishes, it had coaches skirmishes. Um, I really like the fight, the not you know the literal fight, but I like the fight that the team had. Um, that That effort and that intensity will go a long way no matter where they finish in the conference and building using that as a building block for future um, games.
0: Well, you talk about that Memphis squad. Memphis squad yesterday, 18th ranked in the country, or I should say 15th in the country. They beat SMU on Sunday 62 to 59. Now, SM, SM, it, SMU, it was, SMU was the previous opponent for the Charlotte 49ers. Charlotte lost in Moody Coliseum yeah. in the midweek to the Mustangs in that contest to open up American athletic play. So you see teams like UAB, SMU, so on and so forth. One of the things that I think this does do for the Niners is it puts them on the map in the league saying you can't go in there and just expect to walk away with a win. You're going to get a good punch from the Charlotte 49ers, so you've got to mind your P's and Q's.
2: Especially at home. I believe they are 6-1 and one at home so far this year, which is always a good thing. Um, you know, a good baseline is take care of your wins at home and try to finish 500 um, on the road, especially in conference play. That'll usually put you at the upper third of the conference if you take care of those types of uh, games. There, um, Halton Arena. I think they had close to 4,000. Um, it didn't resemble the glory days, and uh, I, you know, with ESPN Plus and all that, I don't know that it will ever get back to that. Uh, but it was a, it was, it was definitely exciting. It had a little. Um, excitement in the air Um, saw a couple former guys and you know we we exchanged some high fives and uh it it was it was it was good to see smiling faces instead of you know some long faces for the first time in a while
0: well just to give you a heads up we'll have Joby thomas on the show tomorrow at 8 a.m to talk about the 49ers but one of the things that it did do saturday with the win over florida atlantic it's definitely going to bring the students back a little more into halton arena it's going to sell a few more tickets because it has at least locally put Charlotte back on the map a little bit, and is going to draw some attention from those college basketball junkies as it relates to this 49ers club. Now,
2: yep, yeah, you can't, you definitely can't. I mean, they uh, returned eight of nine and all five starters in the Final Four team. I mean, let you know, uh, let's. I'm not trying to downplay it. that that was huge. Uh, it is definitely a huge win. So, you know, I think that was the first win a ranked team at home since Temple in 0809. Um so it's been a while. So that was definitely it's definitely not downplaying it by any means.
0: And and you mentioned this and I do want to throw this out there. You talked about if this club wins the vast majority of its home games especially in league play and then happens to get close to 500 in the American Athletic. The reality is, is if a club is able to do that, especially a team in the American Athletic, there's a real possibility they put themselves in a spot to get an at-large in the NCAA tournament. I don't see this happening for Charlotte. I don't know that they're that good. I don't know that they've accomplished that much just, just yet. But if we find this team going into the conference tournament somewhere at a place to where they have won, three-quarters of their home games, and have won half of their road games. This is a team that could find themselves on the bubble for one of those at-large bids. Will they get in? I don't necessarily think so. I don't think this club is quite there yet. But if they put together a record that's that good in the American Athletic, they're going to find themselves battling for a spot going into that American Athletic tournament. So it could be fun times for the 49ers this year.
2: You're right, and I would give you know I would ask Joey that tomorrow. But I, I did I tried to do a little show prep. I started looking, and I was like, well, okay, Memphis and uh, Florida like they'll obviously be in the tournament. So let's see, will they take four? Or will they take three? I don't see them uh, that conference getting more than three. Um, so it would take a at least a conference, you know, finishing third or fourth in the conference, and at least getting a conference final appearance, if not obviously winning it. Um, so I, I I wouldn't foresee seeing more than three teams out of that conference getting there. I don't, I don't know how the other conferences have shaped up as well. I mean, where we week one in? I think everybody's two and one, two and oh, you know, those types. So come come Valentine's Day, you'll have a better uh, picture of what you need to do laying out. That's kind of the, the time where you see, all right, here's what I got to do. And that's always a good time to uh, see where you're at around Valentine's Day.
0: Well, since I knew that you were coming on, I wanted to do a little bit of extra prep myself, and I want to throw out a couple teams for you to think about as you get into, and this is for everybody, but but specifically you, Niner Brad, since we're talking about college basketball, I know you're one of those college basketball junkies. I want you to listen to some of these teams because I think that these are teams that not only can get into the tournament, but I think if they get there, They're probably going to be matched up in some sort of 6-11 matchup, maybe a 7-10, something like that. If they end up in one of those type matchups, they could cause a real problem for some of the teams that they would be facing off against in that first round of the tournament. One team right now is Indiana State out of the Missouri Valley Conference. Josh Schertz, Mm -hmm. the former coach at Lincoln Memorial, has gone to Terre Haute, and they have put together a phenomenal program in a very quick period of time. This is a team that could shock a lot of folks. And I think when it's all said and done, not only could they get themselves the automatic bid out of the Missouri Valley. Wouldn't surprise me a bit if they don't win the tournament, that they get in as an automatic uh, as an as an at-large anyway. And if they do, they could create a whole lot of problems for teams in the first round. Another team out of the WAC conference. Grand Canyon University, already with a win this year against San Diego State. This is a team, Bryce Drew's Club, that puts a lot of talent on the floor. They've got some guys that can really get it done. If you've got Grand Canyon in your first-round matchup in the NCAA tournament this year, it could be a long, long night for you because these guys can certainly get it done. And then one final team I'll drop on you, and then I'll get some of your thoughts. George Mason, right now 13-2, 2-0 in the Atlantic 10. This is a team whose only losses have come to West Virginia and Tennessee. Those are high-level programs playing at Power Fives. This team led by Tony Skin, who was part of that George Mason team in 2008 that went to the Final Four under Jim Laranega, this is a guy that's getting it done in the A-10. One of the premier matchups in the A-10 that they're going to face this year is going to be on February 21st against Dayton. There could be a lot riding on that contest. It should be a lot of fun. Would love to get some of your parting shots on what you think about these three teams going as possible Cinderella stories very early on in the conference slates.
2: Well, you know, we we always hear the mid-major, the Cinderella type stories and they're they're great stories and they and they're great. Um, there's always going to be the top five or the top eight teams, and I believe they'll always separate themselves. But I don't think the term mid-major is really as mid-majorish as it um, has always been. I think a lot of between the transfer reporter, portal, Teams getting uh, extra years of eligibility. These teams around, I'm just going to make up a, t- a ranking between 25 and 50, aren't really their 50th ranked teams. I believe they have moved up in the echelon of college basketball because of all of these extra um, transfer quarters, of these extra years. I mean, take a look at Saturday, uh, some of the teams that lost. I think um, BYU lost. I think they were in the top 15. They lost Colorado to State lost. Yeah, Colorado State lost to so Utah, Utah State. Yep. Uh, uh, Ron, da, 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 da. Ryan, Ryan
0: Odom's club. Yep. Yep.
2: And James, I think James Madison lost as well. They did um, lose.
0: They and did lose.
2: They Kentucky lost to had a tough game against Florida, and Mar- Marquette lost. So there you had. And I think that was the Seton Hall. So Seton Hall, you know, that's always one of those middle of the road teams, and this is going to happen. There's going to be upsets just because of team chemistry, Seton Hall, and I know nothing about Seton Hall, but I'm betting they've got a couple seniors mixed with a young guy, and this type of upset will happen far more frequently now, even throughout the year, and they'll be able to make a longer run than just you know winning one game in the NCAA tournament.
0: It'll be interesting to see what happens. Niner Brad, congratulations to your 49ers. We'll definitely be in touch with you again real, real soon.
2: We'll we'll do it. Uh, East Gaston, real quick, twenty six and twelve from Trent and Cheryl. Um, your best, our Bessemer City boys, uh, Marcus Barnett. They uh, they're really young. Um, I was really proud of the effort they put in, but East Gaston obviously is a little, just a little bit um, deeper and stronger. Um, I think Bessemer City is a year or two away, and they should make a little noise coming forth. But East Gaston, after a rough. Christmas break, uh, had a good comeback game uh, with a, probably a 20-ish point win with yep. uh, John Michael Green hitting four or five threes. It was good, good, good times
0: Friday night as well. Yeah, we'll cover some high school basketball here in the second hour, but we're at a hard break, Brad, so we'll catch up with you later on.
2: All right. Thanks guys. Appreciate Take it you.
0: easy. We'll see you later on. We come back hour two here on the rush hour morning show. We thank you for tuning in to this rush hour morning show podcast. Don't forget folks. We jam three hours of content into two hours every single day, Monday through Friday from seven to 9. AM on the rush hour morning show WGNC AM 1450 101.1 FM streaming online at WGNCradio.com. Until we're back with you again for the next Rush Hour Morning Show podcast, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time.